Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Feel Your Soul podcast. My name is Bree Knoll, and I will be your host today. Um, I get the opportunity to talk to you guys about a little bit about my personal story, my why, my reasons for doing this, as well as my passions. So today's episode is going to be hopefully a transition into a little bit of techniques. Um, We get to start talking about uh, some suggestions and things that we've learned that we're hoping that you as either foot owners or like-minded members of our community um, can use. So let's kind of just jump right into that and we will get started. All right, everybody, you guys ready for this? Um, because I'm not, <laughs> honestly, I'm terrified, but it's going to be fine. Um, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of background. So I'm recording this by myself and I got to tell you, it is so different talking to yourself and looking into a camera and trying to carry on a dialogue versus having a conversation with people. So I'm going to do my very best, but please know I'm by no means a professional at this. Um, but we are, we're, we are just so passionate about this and giving you guys the tools, um, hopefully that you can use for continued education purposes or just individual uses. So like I said um, before, my name is Bree Knoll. Um, I am the daughter of Brad and Susan Knoll. Uh, Brad and Susan are the owners of We Defeat Seminars. So We Defeat Seminars is one of the biggest schools in the country. Um, We have 42 instructors that work for us, and I am very honored and privileged to be one of the instructors. I'm also um, an administrative assistant for it, so I get the opportunity to kind of help manage some of the curriculum, things like that. Honestly, I just feel very lucky to be in my position because it's a position that I I don't feel like I, technically, I don't feel like I earned it. Um, The funny thing is, is I was probably 22 and um, talking to my dad one time and I just knew I wanted to teach foot zoning. I'd been zoning for about four years at that time. And I remember just talking to him and saying, um, you know, I want to teach, I want to do this. And it never even crossed my sweet young little mind that maybe I should ask if I could become an instructor instead of just assume that I was going to be an instructor. I just had this, I don't even know, like I didn't even think twice about it. It was just this automatic, like, well, of course I'm going to be an instructor for weedy feet seminars. Like I just knew that I would. And my dad handled me very well. Let me just say that he handled me wonderfully, you know, and we talked in great lengths about this of him just going, you know, you're just still a little young. You know, we got to get a little bit of age under you. Yes. You have the experience. Yes. You have the knowledge, but we need some age. And so I waited a couple of years and then at 25, again, I just kind of I go like I just assumed that it was going to be what happened. And so most instructors, they start out by asking my dad, you know, like, you know, I'm interested in becoming an instructor for you. What are the qualifications? What's needed? And bless my young little soul. I just was like, dad, I'm going to be a teacher. I'm joining your class. And so he did so great at managing me and helping me. And it's only been honestly in the past couple of years that I'm like, oh, my bad. I probably should have asked. <laughs> so uh, this is a shout out to my parents for um, handling a driven young little 20 year old. So um, I did become an instructor when I was about 24, 24, 25 is when I started my student teaching. And then um, since then, I've been teaching every spring and fall. And so again, I recognized my 
privilege in this. Like, I know I'm very, very blessed and very, very lucky to be in my position. And so this is part of my passion because I want to give back and help people who are on this journey as either they are learning foot zoning or they've learned foot zoning, or they're just interested in finding wholeness and balance. And if you are, then it's like, okay, this is the podcast for you. So that's why I'm here. That's why I'd like to share a little bit of my story, share a few techniques, a few tips, things that I've learned, and we can kind of go from there. So a little bit about my story. Now, I, um, I've always been very medically minded, and I'm going to share a couple experiences. And I've, I've been on the fence about these things, to be honest, because I do want to share a few of my quote unquote struggles. Um, but I have never really wanted them to become my labels, right? So I'm going to share some of these things. And I have part of me that's like, well, this is great because it's relatable. And then the other part of me is going, wow, way to flaunt your struggles and things like that. And I I just hope you guys know I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to find a middle ground here. But I do believe that some of these experiences or struggles, quote unquote struggles, um, are big chapters in my world, right? I've learned a lot from them. So my first big chapter about foot zoning and the medical world was at age 14. So at age 14, um, and this kind of gets me a little wound up, so I have to remember to breathe. Sorry about that. I'm doing my best, guys. I apologize, though, if it's breathy. Um, so at age 14, I had a quite a traumatic accident where I had had a tonsillectomy and um, a freak thing happened. And like a really, really big branch of the carotid artery had been cut during the surgery because it was in the wrong place next to my tonsil. Long story short, they stitched up that artery and then they carterized the area where the tonsils were removed. Um, and everything was good. They, they, they told us about that. They're like, we had some bleeding, but we controlled it. It's fine. Well, 10 days later, I'm at home and the scabs on my tonsils from where my tonsils were fell off and it ripped out the stitches on my artery. And I, um, I started having, without getting too gruesome in the descriptions, I started having arterial bleeding coming out of my mouth. So that's dark red blood with a pulse, so spurting, right? And it was horrific. It was so, so terrifying. Um, I don't want to go into too much of the sensations of it and everything, but uh, a lot of miracles happened that night. Um, experiences with spiritual things, priesthood blessings, foot zoning, um, and medical. We ended up having to call an ambulance. I did get a priesthood blessing, which did start stop the bleeding for some time. And my parents immediately were on my feet and they were helping me because I was in such uh, shock, right? Um, I ended up having to, I started bleeding again a couple hours later. Ambulance had to come. I had to spend some time in the hospital, a couple blood transfusions, and I had lost um, more than half of my blood. So it was, it was an intense, intense moment. Um, but since that age, or since that happened at such a young age, um, I've noticed that I've had a very, very sensitive fight or flight response. Um, I like pass out all the time. I just, I, I deal with more of a sensitive vagus nerve response and, and that's okay. Cause I'm working on that and learning how to, you know, manage my stress and do all that stuff. But I think that chapter 
of my life was really pivotal for a couple of reasons. The first one is it started, I don't want to say that it was the source of a lot of my mental issues, but it, it definitely amplified possibly some, maybe some things that I already had, such as anxiety, depression, things like that, that fight or flight response, right? Um, it also uh, really piqued my interest in the medical field. And I knew that I wanted to be involved in the medical world somehow, as well as solidified my uh, belief in, you know, religious aspects of like priesthood blessings, as well as foot zoning. So a lot happened at such a young age for me. Fast forward a couple years, I'm good, everything's fine. And I really dove into the medical world. You know, I, I did anything and everything I could starting at a junior forward. So I did phlebotomy and CNA and EMT and medical assisting. I got my degree in health education. All of these different things um, happened probably between the ages of 18 to 23 or so is when I think I kind of finished up with all my education of the medical world. So I, I, I always was medically minded because I was fascinated by the body um, and helping people, right? Life-saving things. And I just had this passion of wanting to save lives and wanting to help people find that, that um, peace and healing, right? And so I would always be working, but then I would come home and I would zone in the evenings. And it just was a part of my world. I loved zoning. I loved working at the hospital. I loved working at the plasma center. I loved doing all this different stuff, working as an EMT. It was all wonderful. But then I'd always come home and I would connect with the client and I would zone them. And that's where the fulfillment happened. Like I was so fulfilled from my foot zones, from providing foot zones. And I learned so much, so much from just listening to clients um, and learning from their life experiences that to me is just invaluable. Like I was so, so incredibly grateful for these opportunities. And that ha that went on for, you know, about eight years or so of actively working full-time job, zoning in the evenings and on the weekend, excuse me. Um, and then a couple, I say a couple years ago, but I mean, five years ago, uh, I transitioned out of the hospital and I just started zoning full-time. It worked out wonderfully because my doctor that I worked for, um, he was retiring um, and I had that opportunity to kind of quote unquote retire with him. So it just, it worked out wonderfully. And I've been, you know, teaching and zoning full time since then. Um, I do have a clientele out in Los Angeles and a couple other areas that, you know, for a while there, I was a traveling little foot zoner and I'd go out monthly and see my clients. And all of these things I share with you guys because, again, they're just little chapters of my story as to why I'm so passionate about helping people, but then also learning from my clients, right? So we all attract a certain type of client, and I believe it's the type of clients that we can have the most influence on or impact on. And the type of clients that I attracted, I would say, were dealing with similar things like I was dealing with. And so it really motivated me to try and find um, answers for myself. You know, I was, it felt a little hypocritical to be helping all these people balance. And then I was dealing with certain things. One of those things um, was an eating disorder. And I never called it that. I never called it an eating disorder because I 
I, I, I am Brie Noel. I didn't have that. Like that just to me blew my mind. Like there was no way I just always felt like I was okay. I had body image issues as a young girl had weight issues, blah, 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 blah. Um, and yes, I would do dieting and things like that, but it was just all with the mindset of trying to be healthy. Well, when I was probably 25, um, it got bad. It got really bad. I couldn't eat without feeling this overwhelming guilt. Um, I couldn't not eat without feeling an overwhelming guilt. It didn't matter what I did. Um, it just was very, very intense. And so I, I went to one of the doctors I worked for at the budge clinic at the time. And I just was like, I think I need help. Um, I, I just feel this overwhelming guilt every time I'm eating or not eating and it was becoming out of control. And so I met with a doctor and it was so funny. Um, he, we went through all the criteria and stuff. And at the end, he's like, I'm going to diagnose you with something. Um, it's called bulimia nervosa. Have you ever heard of it? And I was like, uh, yeah, I've heard of it. I'm not bulimic. And he's just like, oh, interesting. Let's talk through this. And we ran through every single criteria and every one of them I justified. And we like withholds food or will eat and then has um, guilt or feelings of shame or things like that. And I'm like, well, yeah, but it's because I could eat better. Oh, okay. And then they'd be like, um, would withhold food or binge or would purge afterwards. And I'm like, well, it's not a purge. It's a cleanse. And it's just laxatives because I'm trying to help my body reset. And every single symptom I justified. And then the best was, is the last symptom was does not recognize severity of symptoms. <laughs> and I, I was just like, holy yeah, like I, I was floored, floored by that because I mean, here I had devoted so much, 10 years, I would say of just, I, I, I tried to be so healthy and medically minded and I studied psychology and all of these different things because I was trying to help other people so much and I neglected myself, I guess you could say. Um, so I started getting treatment and boy, it rocked my world, rocked my world a bit. Um, and long to put a long story short, cause I know we're close on time here. It, it made, um, some pretty drastic changes in my world. And if I had a lump, all of those changes together, it comes down to one word, mindfulness. Um, I would say being mindful is the foundation of my healing. And there's going to be so, so much that I want to talk about with this. And we are going to study this a lot. And why I feel like this is applicable on this podcast is because so much of foot zoning is about being mindful. So much of it is. We as foot zoners are not the answer. We are just a conduit to help the body balance. And then we allow the client to become mindful of what their body needs to maintain that balance. So for you guys, um, what I would challenge each of you to do is take this next week until the next episode and try to be mindful. One of the best ways that helped me, and I was actually talking to my best friend Erica about this tonight, was a technique of just going... Um, it's a mindful technique. So whenever you have a thought, whether it's intrusive or not, you're going to just tag on to the end of it is a thought. So, you know, it could be, um, I should eat better. And then you think to yourself is a thought. 
oh, okay, so that's just a thought. That doesn't mean it's true or not. It's just a thought. And and you have to really, in my experience, become so aware of your thoughts because your thoughts rule your world. Your thoughts create emotions. Emotions create hormones and hormones create physical changes in your body, right? And that that process becomes a vicious loop if we are not more mindful. So this week, my challenge to you guys is to try to be more mindful. Try to think about whether they're intrusive thoughts or just um, negative thoughts or even positive thoughts. Just be more mindful about what those thoughts are because we're going to talk in great, in great links about techniques that can help you to manage your anxiety, stress, things like that through becoming balanced, which is what the foot zone does, right? So the first step to this is just recognizing, recognizing your thoughts, um, whether it's this person doesn't like me. Oh, okay. That's a thought. Or maybe it is something true of just going, that food wasn't very helpful for me. Okay. That's a thought. Thank you for that thought. And we just want to really just start to get very almost, um, overly aware of our thoughts. Um, so that's going to be your guys' little challenge today, um, or this week. And, you know, I, I share, I know it's just a quick 16 minute little podcast that we're doing here. Um, but I hope you guys know how much we value you guys listening. Um, next week, we're going to be talking with, um, my dad, Brad Knoll, uh, the owner of the school, and we're going to have a little bit of his story, Um, We're kind of just setting the foundation for all this stuff. And then, of course, we're going to jump really into techniques and thoughts and things that we've learned and experiences and little uh, tips and tricks that we can give you guys to help you on your journey. So thank you for joining um, on our quick little episode. And I just spilled my guts to everyone. So I'm kind of trying not to freak out right now, but it will be great. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. Just know that, yeah, it makes me a little uncomfortable, but it's fine because we are leaning into hard things and we can do hard things. So uh, this little experience here, um, you know, give us a like, give us a comment if you like it. If not, feel free just to not tell anyone. (laughs) I'm good with that too. Uh, But we'd love to uh, have you guys join us next week for an episode with my dad. I hope you guys have a fantastic week and enjoy being mindful. Thanks for listening, guys.